X okay. gonna give it to you. All day, baby. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hi, everyone. So you have stepped into the world of an Asian and a white guy talk sport, and I'm here with Paul. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> and with Amanda, always very loud. Not Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Okay, so a lot has been happening these past uh, few days with sport. What are you thinking so far? Congratulations, Villanova and UConn. Uh, Nova specifically, that might have been the best game of college basketball I've ever watched. Oh, and his uh, three-point swoosh! <sighs> just that shot, the Marcus Page shot right before that, and the whole game just being yeah. as back and forth and as unbelievable as it was, I hurt because... I mean, one of my very good friends of my ex, she's going to, Abby's going to be going to University of North Carolina. I've got a oh. lot of friends that were cheering for North Carolina, so that was, I was sad for them, but, but it was just so good. as a sports fan, that was one of the best games I've seen in so long, and it was so rewarding to actually get that out of a championship game, mm-hmm. when most of the time, I mean, good job Syracuse women, really proud of you for making the final. I'm proud of all the Syracuse uh, teams, men uh, and women. You essentially did better than Oregon State because <laughs> I your, like you better. And your bracket. I surprisingly, my bracket, I had, what, 200, 200. I think what what would be the next? It's one, two, three, four sets that mm-hmm. we go into. So I think I had 200, 200, then 180, and then zero because I had Michigan going. Yeah, that failed. <laughs> You're only three years off on that train. I mean, I... they made the final in 2013. So. <laughs> but I was I was very surprised because I know we talked about this, and I was like, okay, I definitely am not going to do good like all my other ones, and I was surprised uh, the amount of points that I actually got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. The guy that won the bracket challenge last year on ESPN, the person who got the most points. How many points did he get? He, I don't remember, but... The the point is he had he did he did not watch college hoops the oh. whole season. <laughs> he picked them based on names, mascots, colors, and whether he liked the school because he had visited it. See, I feel like that that some like husbands' wives who end up going and playing with them just my to mother. do it. Yeah, and they my end mother, up doing really my, well. My mother wins every year because she asks dad beforehand what color does this team play in and dad's like they're green and she goes i'll pick them over the red team (laughs) and then the green team ends up winning and the the worst part is she picks upsets not because like the metrics say that it's going to be an upset like yale over baylor this year not she wouldn't pick yale because they're supposed to like upset baylor she would pick yale because she'd be like i like bulldogs rather than bears (laughs) so that would be like her methodology for filling out a bracket. And we love you, Aunt Deb, but it's facts are facts. Shout but out to Mama. That really isn't why I was picking my mm-hmm. guys. It was more of like, all right, I got to throw in some some one to five seeds in there, and then I have to throw some upsets in there. And so I was like, okay, well, I've heard a little bit about them. Let's throw them in there. And I heard a lot about them, but I didn't have Oregon going all the way as as you had, or uh, what was it, Kansas? 
I had Michigan I just... State going to the Final Four, which was not good because they, <laughs> they lost opening round. We could rehash how my bracket did not do well. We could rehash how horrible my bracket was this whole time. Or we can just talk about other sports. So, Fact, But or... congratulations to, for sure, congratulations to Villanova and UConn. Uh, that's It's been a really good two days of sports for sure. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that almost half or more of the Americans would say, yes, my bracket was not good at all. <laughs> Thank you, Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk about soccer and the primarily footy. the Premier League with Leicester City. The Foxes going forward and winning. What's the possibility? What are the chances? What do you think is going to happen? What's your stance? Because I feel like the way they've, play- they've been playing, I feel like they're going to win it. Alex Ferguson, excuse me, Sir Alex Ferguson came out and said that they're going to win the league. I generally trust his opinion on most things. (laughs) Which I wish I went to Harvard and sat in with his lectures. I I would die a happy Asian for sure. Couldn't we just try to go in and sit in on one of his lectures anyway? I mean, we could try. We totally go here. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, where's your uh, ID? Right here. Flash your library card. (laughs) Monroe County, New York library card. What are you doing in Massachusetts? Well, apparently going on the campus, like the Harvard one, Mm -hmm. when I was visiting with some friends, we went there and they're like, oh, try to not be very loud because we're not allowed here. And I said, okay. (laughs) It's weird. Visiting Ivy League schools is odd. But it's so cool, though. Dartmouth. Dartmouth is where it's at. (laughs) Anyway, so what do you think about about them? I want Leicester to win the league. But who do you think could pull ahead? The only team that can catch them is Tottenham. Mm-hmm. They are the only ones that can catch them. And they just were dealt a major blow in being able to catch up to Leicester because they drew with Liverpool and Leicester won again. And I was hella happy. Well, yeah, I know you <laughs> As were. an Arsenal fan, As I was super fan, happy. You hate Tottenham. But, <laughs> but, like, there's no way that... I think Leicester can stumble because they keep keeping clean sheets and they keep scoring goals. And that's the combination that won Chelsea the Premier League last mm-hmm. year. And they're consistent. And yeah, they've they've been consistently mm-hmm. good this whole season. And on top of that, they're beating all the teams that they're supposed to and then the teams that they weren't supposed to beat, like the really hard ones. Mm-hmm. They've they've already gone through the majority of that gauntlet. They've got a hard task at the end of the season, but if Tottenham draws again and Leicester, I think, has to win two more matches and Tottenham has to drop points on those mm-hmm. two, they already win the league before the end of the season. But, I mean, like, would you say that... Because I know Chelsea's doing poorly this season <laughs> and also yeah. Manchester United. If those two teams, at least, were playing at their absolute best where do you think they would be Leicester yeah I still think they'd be challenging for the top four because they've just they've been more con- like the the issue that has befallen a lot of the teams specifically in the past couple of seasons this season is such an outlier in how topsy-turvy it's been mm-hmm. that I can't really compare it but in the past few seasons it's been <laughs> excuse you <laughs> thank you in the past few seasons it's been beat the big teams occasionally drop points against the little teams. That's kind of been the formula that has still won teams the title. Mm-hmm. Like City won it in 2013-14 even though they kept losing to like Stoke and Crystal Palace and teams like that. 
So, and last year, Chelsea lost, I want to say twice or three times. One of the times we lost was to Stoke. And then we drew with Stoke. Stoke We couldn't beat them. (laughs) And we lost to Tottenham by like five goals to one. So there's always inconsistency in form. And the thing about Leicester has been they've been just consistently good. And I think they would be challenging for the top four. But I think that this season is so out of the ordinary. I mean, West Ham is, what, two points off of the top four? And they're ahead of Man U on goal difference, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, Man U might have jumped in front of them this weekend because uh, West Ham drew mm-hmm. uh, and Man U won. But just with how topsy-turvy the league has been, the fact that Chelsea's in 10th and Everton is in 11th and West Ham is in 5th or 6th, Southampton's in 7th, and Leicester's leading the league with Tottenham in 2nd, and a distant 3rd is Arsenal, and then no way they can catch them is City in 4th. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how you could compare this season and say that it's a normal season. So do I think that they would be winning the league if the other teams were at their peak? No, I still think they'd be com- like competing for the top four, but this is such a weird season that you can't... Yeah. It, it is a microcosm. Like You can't just compare it to seasons past because it just doesn't make sense. I understand. It's It's been interesting, especially with... Chelsea getting down to that uh, relegation line, which was shocking. <laughs> I, I I still can't believe that happened. But, you know, they were playing poorly. So when you're playing poorly, I mean, you're not going to, even as much money as you have, you're not going to be up there. Which is what I like about the Premier League. And I like the structure of it. And that goes into my second question. I, I'm an avid uh, fan of Reddit. Uh And so one of the guys had asked a question, and it was, what can other sports learn from soccer? And the two that I thought of, which a lot of them agreed, was commercial breaks. So less commercial breaks because, I don't know, but at the same time, that's part of the game. You're going to stop. You're going to go stop, go to do other plays. And then also, I really enjoyed, like, the promotional relegation zone that because I feel like it gives everybody a chance I mean granted you know with with soccer you're gonna have more money you're gonna get better players and Mm -hmm. you're gonna be up there like Man U, Man City, Arsenal etc um I do like that so even with MLS it's like hey Rochester Rhinos we could be major league soccer team which would be awesome but then the thing is, which always really surprised me because you know how Americans are very much of like, let's let's get it done now. We need this now. So like 24-hour Walmarts, Wegman that's, that's open all the time. You can get anything delivered at any time. But then if you look at sports and the hours, it's dedicated to it. So say baseball takes about three hours. Football takes about three hours, 12 minutes. And basketball is like two or three hours, depending. And it's funny because football has full action in 11 minutes in total. But it's just dedicated time, especially with baseball. You're sitting there and you're watching it. And Europeans argue you're just like 45, 45, done. Well, that's the thing is footy has a flow to it. Yeah. And the reason why I think that there's nothing that you can take specifically from that to put into American sports is that Americans want intense action followed by breaks. I mean, that's the way the sports are designed. I look, feel... <laughs> look, look at look at so- like look at soccer. You've got two forty-five minute halves plus injury time. Mm-hmm. It's frenetic. Look at 
American football. It's made where you have three timeouts per half. You've got it broken up into two different quarters. You've got changing of possession. Like, there's so much... There's downtime between the intense periods of action, and that's the way the sport was built up. Like, it's Mm -hmm. built that way. So... I don't think you can just change that. I think the closest... I mean, of course not, because that's changing history and how it was made in tradition. But, I mean, it's just... It, it's interesting how much how much breaks and mm-hmm. included commercial time and advertisement there is. And look, I mean, part of it is the fact that when you're watching a soccer match, the brand that is sponsored is on each team's jersey. Oh, There's, like Chevy? which we love you chevy but uh, just not on the on the kits please and but there's the advertisements around the edge of the stadium and there's sponsorships for the broadcast well it's funny when you go to nba game you're sitting there and you you know you're watching it on tv and you're like okay well there's really nothing there but when you actually go to a game you literally want to like have a seizure because there's the billboards and then there's the jumbotrons and then there's the like the cheerleaders and then the stuff moving on like the baskets and stuff like that and I'm just I remember not even watching the game and this is sometimes why I don't like going to games because I can't focus on what's going on I'm focusing on everything else around it which I'm like no, I didn't pay all this money to come watch cheerleaders run around or, like, tell me that Coke is the best thing to drink. <laughs> Amanda's not easily distracted at all, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, he did... Oh, what's that over there? <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> totally not easily distracted at all, so... But, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally get that. It's It would be changing history and structure and tradition. But, I mean, the things that I will never, ever accept will be ties. It's so unsettling. It Like, I get it. But sometimes, well, in, like, the relegation and promotion thing is that, okay, nobody got any points or they got one point or whatnot, which is understandable. But, I mean, we don't have that. So a tie is... As they say, kissing your sister, which I don't have a sister or a brother, so I can't relate. But um, that, and I always find that the drafts are interesting, and I really like that, which maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, draft type thing doesn't happen in Europe in their sports. Not like that, no. Which is what I, even though with like the NFL, it's like a three day, four day, <laughs> like it takes forever, but I, en- I enjoy it because I feel like you're getting to know the guys, you're getting to know like what's going to happen next and stuff like that. But like you don't really have that. You have more of like, all right, transfer, rumors, like this is what's going on. Type thing. And, and that's the, specifically for MLS, like this is an interesting conversation for MLS, I think, because MLS has a draft. Which I'm excited for. They also have academies, though. So you're combining, and they don't have relegation and promotion, but... I wish they they did. They have the points table, Mm -hmm. same as European clubs. So there's this odd conglomeration of... That's a good word. American (laughs) ideals for sports with a sport that was created and like really started to be played and propagated in Europe. I think MLS could do with relegation and promotion i mean i i would love to see you know maybe the rhinos or, or the, the new york cosmos the cosmos yeah, i'd love to up. see the cosmos mm-hmm. come up or even the, the little um, guys i think it'd be awesome and i think that sometimes it would be good if you relegated the teams that 
I mean, look, it keeps promotion and relegation busy, obviously, Mm -hmm. when you've got all of that stuff going on, and it can be detrimental to the clubs. I mean, look at Leeds. Mm-hmm. For example, which we're we are going to go into that. Oh, in a we're going to go into that. All right, but so I think that down the road, U.S. soccer should definitely look into promotion and relegation, mm-hmm. and MLS should. But at the moment, because teams are still learning really how to generate revenue and how to get their supporters groups the best options together and everything like that. I mean, even the clubs that have been around since the late '90s, you know, like DC United and the San Jose Earthquakes and Union. Yeah, well, uh-huh. well, the union haven't been crew? like in crew have been around that long, but yeah. like the union haven't been in MLS that long. But you get the idea, like yes. the the groups that have been around for a long time, because those are like the originals that I think mm-hmm. of: DC United, LA Galaxy, San Jose Earthquakes, uh, the... Dynamo. Right? They've been all. I don't remember if the Dynamo have actually been around for that long. Which is but... so funny to think because you look at European like soccer and you're like they've been around since like 1884 exactly and like oh 1990 something whoa yeah exactly founded in 1999 (laughs) which is Um, which is awesome okay so let's go into champions league the game that happened yesterday and then today did you were you able to watch any of the games atletico barcelona that and um oh torres (laughs) but i was so happy I was so, so happy for Barcelona. You got the W, but I still... The past two games have got me concerned about Barcelona. I don't know what's going on with them. That's what I was thinking, too. It's it's just they're not playing as well as they should. Maybe it's... I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Like, they needed Suarez to pull them back from the brink. But and his, regardless header, of, his header, though, for, for the second goal... No, they were great goals. That was just... But I'm saying the concern I have now is that Atletico (laughs) has an away goal. Yeah. And that's not good at all for Barcelona. Well, did you hear about the results for for these? uh... Wolfsburg. Yeah! Beating Real. As a Barcelona fan, I was like, come on, Please tell me you got to see the Marcelo dive. I didn't. Not yet. You need to... For those of you who who did not get to watch the game, just go on go on to the YouTube's or the internet or the Reddits or the Reddits. Take your pick. <laughs> take your pick of website and just just look up Marcelo Dive versus Wolfsburg. I gotta Enjoy say that. that. Enjoy that, especially if you're a fan of a not Real Madrid team. <laughs> if you're a Real Madrid fan, you I'm, can. You'll I'm be sorry. like, he was tripped. <laughs> Um, so and then, I, I don't want to apologize at all. I want Wolfsburg to win the the whole thing. I really do too. As even though I had wrote on my Twitter page, I was like, you know, I am an avid like Barcelona fan, but it would be awesome to see them win it all. So, but and then PSG and Manchester City to all. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard I heard Ibrahimovic, one of my favorite players. I heard he got a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I heard. Mixed reviews. I was listening to talk sport um, afterwards, and the guys were just yelling about it. Of course they were. That's what <laughs> and, they do. And they were saying sport. just how Joe Hart was just not doing well, and he shouldn't have had those two go in. And I was like, well, well. See, I, I sort of agree with that because I watched the goals, and 
I think Joe should have been better. But at the same time, Eber's going to get his. Oh, my goodness. Like, if that one didn't go in, another one would have. He's such a ninja. (laughs) I love it. He's the tallest ninja on the planet. (laughs) He's so tall. (laughs) I know. And And you don't even appreciate it because there's so many other... There's so many other, like, sneaky tall players in soccer. But then even even compared to, like, when you watch him stand up next to Joe Hart, like, he's taller than Joe Hart. He's just... Ibra should go back to Sweden and play basketball. Yeah. Is what should happen when Dunking he retires. Dunking on those foes. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Barca, you know, you offered a contract to Kobe. Maybe, uh... Maybe try to sweeten the deal for Ibra and bring him over on a basketball scholarship, you know? <laughs> well, did you hear also about, speaking of more soccer... That Hall lost, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, It is crazy because it looks like that means that Derby has the potential to get into the playoff mix. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hall just got smacked. I love what their Twitter page says, too. They were like, "Eh, it's the end of a terrible game. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Hull Tigers. (laughs) That and then Leeds beating uh, QPR 1-0, which I was at... um, I was at work and I was just like, my face, just after the results of everything, I was like, wow. <laughs> and as, as per usual, as it is written, QPR lost. Yes. Again. Rest in peace. <laughs> I just wish they would sell that club to somebody that actually cared about it. Cared about doing like local initiative. I mean... Or who cared about their... I feel like you have responsibility. Like, you know, you're getting people who are paying money, and especially with season tickets and spending their time, to see their team who means something to them. And if, like, you don't even care about it as an owner, it's it's so disappointing. It's just like, get... Just give me your shares. Just just sit down, give me your shares. Newcastle fans are screaming at their screens right now about yeah. this. <laughs> or Aston Villa. Definitely Villa, but I also feel like the I fans. Feel so that match. The fans aren't crazy. entirely mad at just the ownership. It's also about the fact that the players just look like they've given up. Yeah, that the I Chelsea mean, and uh, Villa game. I was just astounded how much they just look so like meh. Like I mean, Chelsea did play good, but I'm just Villa just. Didn't care. Look, you can you can say it that way, but Sunderland or Norwich would have played amazing against that Villa squad that day. I mean, it just, there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can understand you know you're getting relegated. That's happening. But, I mean, don't go out like just quitters. Going out just limp go like out that strong. Is so sad. Yeah, it's, it, it makes me sad, just the thought of it. Because, I mean, it's like... You, I'd hate to go out with just like, well, we didn't try, but whatever. It's just like, no, we're like gonna Queens do it. Like Queens Park Raisins, Raisins. <laughs> Shout out to the Men and Blazers. <laughs> um. So speaking of Chelsea, here is some random facts that they pulled up from eleven v eleven dot com. And did you know Chelsea versus Real Madrid? They the last time they played against each other was August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight. And then Manchester City versus AC Milan. The last time was in 1978. (laughs) To be fair, that is probably because it's been that long until City was back in European competition. But that's no, it's crazy. crazy It's crazy considering City's been as good as they have since what 2009. They've been, you know. Well, I mean, speaking that rolling like that. Manchester City versus Real Madrid. They've only played twice. 
and that was in 2012, September and November. Mm. Since then, they haven't played against each other, which I'm like, huh, interesting. It's just facts like this are just... It could potentially happen, too, if mm-hmm. if Real can pull a miracle out of their butt at home <laughs> it's and like, surprise. Somehow, somehow beat Wolfsburg. <laughs> um, I think after this loss, though... I think they're going to be like, you know, we have to make something happen. And I, I'm i pretty sure that they're going to win. Um, Yeah. Without I, a doubt. They were going to hold Wolfsburg better than they did this time. Yeah. And I just felt like Wolfsburg was the better team. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it wasn't, it wasn't just that Real was, like, disappointing. It was that I was surprised at Wolfsburg. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I'm very interested in that one. Atletico Barcelona just has the appeal because they're obviously the top two Spanish sides. That's always an interesting draw. Mm-hmm. PSG City is interesting because it's like your two rich cousins that don't like each other, even though and they <laughs> it's think like they're like, racing and they're they Ferrari think, exactly. and Lamborghini, and they think like they're like your Ferrari is horrible, mine is better, yeah. and you're like they're exactly the same, <laughs> like. Everything that we I have, put the same amount of money in the- <laughs> my buddy who's a city fan is always like we have more integrity than PSG and I'm like integrity as in money integrity <laughs> I don't know your chic is better than theirs like what do you want <laughs> whose oil money is better mine <laughs> I can feel that about Chelsea but at least my owner's Russian and not Arab and he has like a warship <laughs> yeah Roman Abramovich. I feel like he should run. For Shout out to Roman with your warship. He should, he should run for president of Russia. Are you kidding me? Oh my me? goodness. <laughs> That'd be funny. Him and Putin on a ticket. Oh Abramovich geez. and Putin. <laughs> Riding like a warship. Yeah. <laughs> on a horse. Shirtless. A bear. Anyways, we, we're, we're getting way past. Anyway, so um, going into NFL news. So I was reading through some news that said that J.J. Watt was going to stop playing when he is no longer the best. And I was like, huh, wonder when that will be. Because right now, he's the best. Like, money proves it. I mean, he's far and away the best pass rusher in the league right Mm -hmm. now. But I'm just thinking, like, I wonder how many other athletes think like that. I mean, whoever gets it. Not many. Because it's not just about being the best. It's about being, like, the best that you're capable of. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, look look at Tommy Brady. Actually, I think Tom Brady's probably a bad example. Look at Peyton. Peyton went out on the bottom, but he went out doing what he wanted to do. Like, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to play as long as humanly possible. And that's the way I would say most guys that love the game as much as J.J. Watt does want to play just as long as humanly possible. I wish I could end a career like Peyton if that was that like that would be uh, i was it. crap but we still won yeah. <laughs> i was out for a little bit of it and <laughs> but i mean he he played great but i'm just saying like that would be like it would just suck to have your your last thing and then you almost made it almost got like won the super bowl i i would be like well let me go cry in my bermuda shorts <laughs> you don't make fun of peyton's dad wardrobe <laughs> That and um, your favorite team, Cowboys, um, they're talking about Romo and finding a quarterback and if they are going to find a quarterback or what they're going to do. But Romo's been 
injured a lot. So his whole career. End up getting a new quarterback. What do they do? Don't touch the free agent market right now. None of the quarterbacks on there are going to be your long-term Your long-term picks for (laughs) sure. Look, any quarterback could play behind that offensive line. Well, okay, I can't say that because they were shite this year. (laughs) And we had only backup quarterbacks. Any quarterback besides Brandon Whedon. um, Backup on backups. Backups on backups on backups. (laughs) Shout out to Big Sean. Um, Any quarterback essentially should be able to play behind that offensive line. It's unbelievable. If we can get a good running back in the draft, which I think we can because there are just so many good running backs Mm -hmm. in the draft this year as there were last year, I think that we can totally get away with if Romo needs to be out for a couple games, we could get away with, you know, going 500 at that at that point. If we can get a good running game again like we had the year before last. I just don't think they should take anyone in the draft. I've I've gone back and I've watched like the the Mel Kiper stuff breakdown on mm-hmm. the different quarterbacks in this draft. I don't really think that any of them are the long-term solution for Dallas, so I don't really want them to pick one i want them to pick something on the defensive side Mm -hmm. which is a need that we have as well and we'll figure out the quarterback situation down the road i mean we'll we'll have to and look there's plenty of other quarterbacks that are you know if if you really feel like it and if you feel confident about a second or a third round guy we've got a couple later round picks we can burn and if (laughs) you want to try if you want to try to pick up a guy at that point Mm -hmm. and have him sit behind romo and, and learn from him and everything then knock yourself out because it, it, <laughs> it won't really hurt you like what are you going to get besides that a, a fourth cornerback <laughs> or you can try to pick up a backup quarterback that could actually be beneficial to your franchise mm-hmm. oh and there is bear yeah so um i was also looking on money because as a international sport management uh degree holder like money and just the overall business side of sports always interests me but the it says the jets had 564,000 and the chiefs had 700 or 782,000 less than the 1 million cap space and i was like huh interesting it's a miracle that the jets stay under the cap yeah <laughs> that is not what they're known for at all the Jets are like the raiders of the east coast they're like who's the big skill guy that we can overpay who will have half a season of productivity and will keep him on the roster for three oh, years. Geez. I wonder what they're going to do with Fitzpatrick, too. So, speaking of Jets. I don't know. We got they got to figure out something with the prospector. Cause, his beard is on point. Oh, and his family is just lovely. I just want to touch his beard. <laughs> just, I feel like any guy look, I like who has bills, a beard... Look, I like but I just want to, like, <laughs> do this. I feel like any guy who has a beard just seriously appreciates another like man's wonderful beard a well done beard is always appreciated i would say most males appreciate a a good good beard though well can't some males just not grow a beard? some guys can't my dear brother steven can only grow facial hair on one side of his face (laughs) the other side of it never really comes in so he just kind of leaves he leaves a little bit of a goatee sometimes but most of the time he just stays clean shaven oh poor michael does not have that problem no he Uh, does not michael's got a full-on like billy goat bush just (laughs) going for the pharaoh look (laughs) that's funny okay so 
Did you know, three years ago today, Conor McGregor made his UFC debut against Marcus Brimage? I actually did know that because he posted on Instagram. He was like, three years been making everybody money. And I'm like, all right, boy. I was like, okay, Connor, you get it. But I was just like, wow, it's been three years. And the amount of achievement that he's received, it just, it's remarkable. Especially in in a sport that's very, very physical. You would think that the average age, you wouldn't be able to sustain a longevity in this sport. He's so young, though. That's the crazy thing to think about is that he's this wealthy, he's this successful, he's created the brand that he has, and he's in his 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and he stays humble. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Hashtag on that grind. He is on that grind. He is. And you know what? If you're doing the best and you're the top of of your game, you know, why not be I love his attitude. (laughs) I love his attitude. It also, it's a great way to be like, all right, you're not going to mess with me to your other opponent. You're going to be like, this guy's crazy. Well, that was like us watching the, his featherweight title Mm -hmm. where his opponents just keep saying all this trashy stuff about him and Connor's just talking himself up. (laughs) <laughs> and and at the same time, it's trashing his opponent, but he's mostly just, he's like, I'm the best, and you're not. And then it turns into a knockout, and it's one of the craziest UFC fights we've gotten to see. UFC yeah. 200, very excited about that one. Uh, can't wait to watch the rematch between Diaz and McGregor. I hope McGregor does better than how he played, or how he played, how he was doing um, against that match, I don't think he was doing the best that he, he was could. not. He he was like off balance. It it just was not good, and it was really surprising to see, honestly. And it, it was it, it was didn't sad. surprise me that much because he admitted afterwards the same thing that everyone who really watched the fight and like like I'm a big UFC guy. I've really really gotten into the sport. I try to watch as much of it as possible and I watch a lot of the replays of the fights or try to go watch it live, you know, at at some place. Oh, um, at like 2 in the morning. At 2 in the morning. <laughs> um, but that fight, McGregor his reach was what really got him because yeah. he couldn't he did not have as long a reach. He so wasn't So then it getting, got him off balance. He wasn't and, getting mm-hmm. his hits in correctly and when he did he wasn't able to land the flurry of punches that mm-hmm. he normally does, you know, that he's just, he's so fast and he's so physical that it just gets you. But it's, it would be very sweet to be the person who, who would knock out and win over somebody who just talks all that trash. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I would be so So many stoked. people were happy about it, but the entire country of Ireland loves McGregor. I know. I mean, it's. I don't blame them. He is great, and I love him, and I love watching him fight, and I like. It's like you you hate to love the cockiness of it, or just how much cockiness that he portrays, but it's kind of like it makes you feel confident too, just because it's like he's so confident. Why can't I be that way? You know, which I respect. And it's not like he's like, okay, I've won two matches and I've lost like 10 and I'm just cocky. He has proven himself to be one of the best. Do you, boo. (laughs) Oh, so, and then the last point that I had. One more from my LA sisters. All right. (laughs) The one last point I had was that today, April 6th, not only was the debut of Conor McGregor's UFC. Korea. Yes. Conor McGregor's UFC career, but 
It was the very first of the Olympic Games in Athens in 1896, which thank you, Google, for letting me know. <laughs> and it was saying that some of them have never even done that sport. So it was mm -hmm. like the first time they were doing it. And I was like, look how far we've come to like doping. And <laughs> <laughs> look how far we've come. People now do drugs to try to get into the Olympics. <laughs> which I, I just like, wow, that's it's crazy just to think of the history and how far we've come even with like the olympics like it that's history sports history and it's it's awesome and it's amazing and it's beautiful and it makes me really excited for the olympics this year so i mean that's to me just think about now it's like okay this is the year that of the first and now we're going into the the one this year too so i just i think that's so cool i don't care about the olympics <laughs> But good. I'm, I'm glad that you're excited about it. So, I don't know. I've always been. I think that that's where it kind of I stems. think that the majority of people really like the Olympics. I don't because the only two sports I care about at the Olympics are... Which rugby and golf are now part of it. Yes. So you so now correction. There's, now there's four that I care about. <laughs> so it's soccer, basketball, rugby, and golf are the four sports that I really care about. I also enjoy about. swimming because of Michael Phelps. See, I don't even care. Like, no one cares about swimming until the Olympics. And then they're like, oh, I love Michael Phelps and the Amer America and stuff like great that. great athlete look how many medals he's won against all those other I top know. athletes of the he world that good cushion alcohol okay that's that's besides the point <laughs> but yeah i mean i get what you're saying but i mean it's just something where my love of sports mm -hmm. started there but other than that like horseback riding i i Probably will not be watching that. I'll watch horse racing <laughs> for sure. Well, it would be horseback. The Derby. <laughs> it wouldn't be like... Equestria. Yeah. You think fencing, I feel like you would do fencing though. Like you would be like, I'm all about fencing tonight and I'm going to watch this because you'd be like, did you see how he did this? And, and I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not that interested. Plus to be fair, the Olympics is going to be probably happening at the same time that a lot of the cricket that I watch is going on. So I will not be watching the Olympics. I will be watching, binging on cricket. As much as you don't care about the Olympics, that's how much I don't care about cricket. But... Shout out. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I can't appreciate it later on in life. <laughs> later on down the road. When but, I'm old and can't go anywhere, I guess I'll turn on cricket. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Emily likes cricket too. That's okay. She she's a world world traveler, world traveler. so she she knows about that. But anyway, I think that would uh, conclude this. That does it. Do you have Ugh. any other things that you would like to mention, dear cousin? Um, everybody, go and for sure pick up DMX's single of X. Go and give it to you because why not? And just roll around with that in your car this week. Enjoy that. Savor it. Hashtag not sponsored. Savor it, for sure. No, 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 no. Well, I, look, I warned you guys in the first episode, a lot of classic hip-hop references. So all right. Well, thanks again for, for listening, and we love you all, and bye! Adios!